0: You hike down the twig and leaf-strewn trail, a red squirrel sees you, stares at you, becomes you. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. When blackberry picking last month, I noticed a single blackberry adorned with an ant, two Japanese beetles, and a yellow jacket. All the other fruits in that patch were devoid of any large insects, but this one must have been special. The beetles were off to the side, motionless and with an air of patience. The ant was busy, as ants tend to be, but on the backside of the fruit. The yellow jacket appeared to be hogging the front of the fruit, an open, juicy wound in the blackberry serving as an ideal feeding ground. I leaned in closely, watching for any indication that the yellow jacket might feel threatened by my large, curious face but it entirely ignored my presence and continued its work plucking the little round droplets from the blackberry fruit and lapping up the dark purple juices. I wondered whether the yellow jacket had made the wound in the fruit or whether it was simply taking advantage of a previous wound. Less patient than the beetles, I moved on to fill my own jar of blackberries away from that particular insect feast. This time of year, such a close and friendly observation of a yellow jacket is not a great idea. Yellowjacket is the name for a group of stinging insects that includes many different species and a couple genera in North America. All but one type of yellowjacket is black with yellow stripes, the outlier being the black-and-white, bald-faced hornet. Yellowjackets are not hairy like bees, and the space between their thorax and abdomen is very narrow, making them look like they have dainty little waists. Where the fuzziness of a bee almost encourages a loving pat on top of the head, the shininess of a yellow jacket's bold colors shouts danger. Yellow jackets are attracted to both sweet smells, like fruit, and savory smells, like meat, making them common uninvited picnic guests. Some species primarily scavenge for food, while others hunt live insects, which can helpfully reduce some agricultural pests. Yellow jacket colonies start off small in the spring, but they grow in size throughout the summer. The closer to winter it gets, the more yellow jackets there are and the more sugar they need. Last September, I was ambling along a favorite mossy trail, looking for mushrooms, listening to the lingering bird sounds of the fall, and enjoying the fresh autumn air, when I noticed some insects start to pour out of a log along the trail. I quickly realized they were beelining it, so to speak, for my hiking companions and me. I told everyone to run and we did, just evading the pursuit of some particularly aggressive yellow jackets. With food sources decreasing as the growing season winds down, matched with yellow jacket colonies at the peak of their annual populations, we are left with lots of stinging insects desperate for food. A perceived threat to yellow jacket nests can quickly inspire the residents to come out with their stingers blazing. And unlike bees, which have barbed stingers that remain in the victim when stung once, yellowjacket stingers stay attached to their abdomens, resulting in the potential of multiple stings by the same individual. The closer we get to their nests this time of year, which are usually quite camouflaged on the ground, the more aggressive they can be. So the next time you're outside, be ever vigilant for signs of yellowjacket nests, Keep in mind, though, that all but the queen will die off after several hard frosts. The queen, buried and secure for the winter, is the only one that will ensure the survival of that colony next year. You'd probably be aggressive, too, if you were on the last legs of life trying to get a bite to eat and ensure the survival of your species. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in our show, let us know. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.